There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the second episode of the Pinocchio Odyssey. Pinocchio Odyssey. Depends where you're from, how you pronounce it. Uh, I think we're favouring Pinocchio between us, but uh, I grew up with it being Pinocchio. There you go. Um, it's episode. Well, I think two. I did as well, but it's just when yeah. you watch it, it's yeah. like they go, they say we, it different. We, we were far more ignorant of um, European, you know, Culture. pronunciations and accents and words and stuff back then, weren't we? It was a very, very, very grim time. Well, I've got to say this now. This episode is probably not going to go beyond 25 minutes. And I'll also say this. If you don't have tickets yet for our live shows, which begin next Monday in Brighton, and you're thinking about coming, first of all, please come, because it is going to be a fucking hell of a show. Secondly, the amount of stress we've been under this week putting it together has been <laughs> immeasurable. And I am very stressed <laughs> right now. And... It has been stressful, and it hasn't helped that I'm fucking in my brother's countryside rig looking after his dog, and yeah. I have not fucking slept. It's like I'm in a sleep... It's like an experiment, like fucking Big Brother or something, because it's, it's like a reality show. I might pitch it, mate, to Channel 4. Doghouse. In the doghouse. Yeah. One man. A, a mad dog. Although in the TV version, maybe you'd have a number of different dogs, each with different personalities. So you'd have Big Brother, and he'd be there with his finger on the button and go... Release the incontinent dog. Right, mm-hmm. so each dog had a different thing. And you just have to live with these dogs. As I said before, I haven't lived with a dog since the 80s. Yeah. Well, Bella, my dog, perished in 1994. Perished, yeah. And, um, uh, and yeah. 27 years. You know, I, I my memories of it was, ah, oh, it's fucking easy. But mm. in them days, we used to just let the dog out the front and stuff like that. Like, if it you would need to walk and on. you were busy or bored or yeah. tired, or you'd just open the front door and out it'd go. The dog would be around, going around the place, shitting in the street, whatever. Just shitting you know, in the street, st- messing stealing, with the traffic. Stealing it sausages got, from the butchers, running away with had, a string of sausages. Well, I, I must have told you that one, one day there was a knock on the door and Pancho from the Flats was there. That This might have been the first ever mention of Pancho from the Flats because... In, on the podcast, I was telling you about my dog Bella, and we'd let it out the front, and then there's a knock at the door, and Pancho stood there, and before yeah. I could even say hello, he just went, "Bella's having it off," and I stuck my head out, and poor Bella was looking at me with this like look of fear and confusion in her eyes. And there was a big fucking Afghan <laughs> hound, also from the flats, who was just fucking grinding away on her, Whoa. right in the bushes, 
And I, I was like, oh. I might drop in some porno music there at that point. Yeah, it was horrible, though. And I ran in, and I was like, fuck's sake. And the, the Afghan wouldn't stop, so in the end, it finished its business, went away. However many weeks later, Bella's fucking chucking out a load of puppies, all of which turned out to be quite mentally ill. Oh, dear me. Yeah. So maybe... So I don't know. But, so these are the, in the 80s, nuts. that was the sort of stuff that went down with dogs. I mean, I'm not proud mm. of it, but that was the way that dog management went on. Um, yet, amongst the, the normal classes, I mean, it was either you either did it like that or you were some fucking nutter like Barbara Woodhouse. Do you know what I mean? And and, yet, but though, those were the people living in the home counties. Those were the Tories. Tory dogs, it was all about strictness and breeding. Normal fucking labour dogs, we were just fucking <laughs> letting them run wild. But that was d- different times. It's before New Labour and that. I'm going to say, and yet, you want to have a fucking licence to have a dog back then. You had to go Don't to the need post a license office, anymore, pick up no? a form, fill it in, pay four quid, oh. whoever it was, have a dog license. Any cunt can have a dog now. And have a dog license. Is it shaped like a dog? <laughs> Is it shaped so like you don't a need a license dog biscuit? A, you don't need a license to have a dog anymore. No. No. Wonder why they got rid of that. Because it's stupid. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Well, anyway, l- looking after a dog has been I love this dog she's great fun she jumps on me she she likes to jump on my back put her paws right. on my shoulder yeah. and then lick my ears she nice. goes from one the other it's, it's and I just I just can't stop giggling you're still giggling but at the same yeah. time I'm literally I'm so strung out it feels like having a baby again I just want to go home mate so and it's... like you know we're trying to write all these shows and stuff like yeah. that it's Oh, we're trying to we're trying to record episodes in advance to go out while we're on tour as well. That's that's yeah, been a problem. Fucking dogs. Well, so is is Cass sleeping when he's got this dog? Is he, is he having the same problems as you at night time? I is don't know. For I them? don't know. Well, he, you know, he lets his wife deal with it. He's got, he's living the dream because he's got because of his snoring issues. He's got a separate bedroom in his new country rig. She banishes him to his own room. Wow, that's something. And he isn't it? sleeps, and he sleeps in there because he's he's snoring so like aggressive, violent. You know, <laughs> he's a violent snorer, <laughs> and so his good wife has got all sorts of problems. She can't sleep because of him, and mm. then then he locks himself in his snoring room, and yeah. then the dog keeps Panic her awake. Room. So I don't know if she ever sleeps. I'll ask her when yeah. I see her tomorrow. Maybe that's maybe she's booked this week in just to go to your yeah, house for some respite. All I hope is. You know, uh, I'm very close to my sister-in-law, and I just and and you know, it can't have been easy a life mm. with QPR terrorist legend Castellani, and so I just hope, however bad it's been for me, I just hope that it's helped her get some rest. That's yeah. all I hope, mate. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think the all the whole culture of dog ownership is um, massively overrated, and I think there's mm. a lot of potholes that people don't either talk about. Or they just ignore because it's a fuckload of life admin having a dog. Having to yeah, get well, it's a bit like parenting. I think that like we're all honest on this podcast, aren't we? Yeah. Because on this podcast, like we're we're dads, and there are large parts of being dads that we enjoy. But at the same mm. time, we're not going to fucking lie. It's a pain in the ass a lot pain of the, in the time, arse. Yeah. and it's exhausting. But most people, these are two things: dogs and kids are two things that people feel the need to sort of bullshit about because they feel under mm. pressure. They think mm. that if they admit that they're not 
into it all the time, then yeah. that's a reflection on them, on their kind yeah, of moral totally. character almost. Yeah, totally. And it's like, no, it's not. Let's normalise moaning about parenthood and dog ownership. Yeah. I mean, lots of people during the pandemic and the lockdown, lots of people got dogs because they wanted, they're working from home. They wanted something mm. to keep them amused, keep them company. And now there's like anecdotal evidence that loads of people are just like getting rid of them now and handing them into shelters or just pretending they're stray and just letting them out into the streets for the, the council to deal with or whatever because they've just realised that, fuck me, it's a lot of work. And also they've gone back yeah. to work, so they can't leave them around the yeah. house all day. So, I don't know. Be nice. careful what you wish for. Think, yeah, think well, carefully. In London, I don't know if this happens up dog. north, but in London there's a huge amount of dog theft because there was Is a there? scarcity of dogs. So quite oh, really? a lot of like rough lads were going around in gangs and like just coming yeah. up and like e- even where I lived there was a story a couple of stories about someone just like they're walking their dog and a couple of lads come up to some bloke walking his dog knock him out and just nick the dog mate it's really sad Jesus Christ yeah it's mm, a crazy be, world we live in mate, they're, they're dumping meanwhile they're dumping shit in the fucking sea that we're apparently getting off the Dutch yeah you want some shit getting away with? You're not going to get rid of that in the EU. They won't let you dump shit in the sea. But we're not in the EU, so send your shit to us. Oh, For the right price, we'll realize. dump it off Brighton Pier. Oh, I hadn't realised it was Dutch shit we were dumping. I thought it was our own shit. We're dumping our own shit, but we've also let it be known that now we are free from the shackles of EU red tape regarding we're shit in the business. sea. We're open for yeah, shit business. We're open for European shit, right? So on the one hand... All these like people at the government are fucking losing their well, losing their shit over fucking immigrants or refugees yeah. coming in here. But they're humans, many mm. of whom need assistance, you know. Need but some on the other hand, they're like, if it's just a load, if it's not, a, if it's a fucking vat load of Dutch person's fucking crap, yeah. what's that full of pancakes and fucking skunkweed, right? Fucking, yeah, dope kick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're fucking <laughs> and fucking cheese do the Dutch eat cheese I don't know anyway oh the, yeah 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 they fucking love it they have it for breakfast the mad cunts of course they do they're off their tits the old time yeah, aren't they them. they wake up have a spliff and a big lump of cheese yeah and off off you go off to work and have a, a big shit fucking, when you get there and, and a big fucking bowl of hot chocolate that they drink out of a large bowl they have that for breakfast as well don't they the nutters Dirty bastards and then they shit it all out and they send it to us. And yeah. our government, your pretty Patels and these cunts, going, yeah, fine, send it over for the right price. Send your shit over to us. We've got no rules. Yeah, we'll just send someone up Pride and Pier and they'll tip it off the fucking edge. No problem. I think what's been happening is they've been sending it. You know, there was the gas shortage a few weeks ago. I think they were sending it through the gas pipes. We turned off the gas supply through the pipes and they were just pumping shit in from the continent through yeah. the same pipes. Imagine that. So, I mean, it starts with the Dutch, but wait till we start getting the French shit. So if you if you if you turn your gas on, like if you've got a gas cooker or something, and you turn it on to fry an egg or whatever, and it mm. smells a little bit, a little bit off. That's a, a Dutchman's fucking crap. That's because the shit's been coming through the gas pipes from Holland. There's still residue. Still a bit of residue, yeah. It's, I mean, what a mess we find ourselves in. I didn't think Brexit would know? be this. I didn't think it would people be this. are stealing dogs. Beating up yeah. dog owners to steal their dogs, and meanwhile the government are selling our our fucking coastline to chuck Dutch shit into. 
About the hey, English, we, we got a real problem. Is that Boris Johnson? We got all this shit, but the EU, they won't let us chuck it. What are we supposed to do with it? Burn it? Send it up on a rocket into space? <laughs> Don't Compress worry. Compress it and we get it into bricks? <laughs> <laughs> Send it our way. We'll deal with that, no problem. You know, it reminds me of when I had to pay those those Polish lads to get rid of my paint. Yeah. It's like that on large <laughs> Remember scale, that fucking rigmarole? It's the same Jesus. deal, mate. You, wasn't it? Free from the shackles now, though. Jalapeño. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Jalapeño. Getting back to the dog theft, though, I've, you know, you, you're across this story more than I am. Have they said, um, is there a specific time of day when dogs have been stolen more than any other time? Don't know about that. I'll look into when these events took place. But right, I've heard okay. about it all over London. I was, I was just shocked wondering. when it happened in my area because that's the sort of shit that I, as the hardest man in Barnes, have an obligation to clamp down on. It was almost mm. like a personal affront to me that it happened. Yeah. Community leader. So, yeah. Yeah. Just because so if we knew, I, if we knew when when it was mostly happening, I definitely wouldn't take Oscar out at that time of day. Because I wouldn't want Oscar to be stolen or anything. Yeah, that'd be awful. I mean, yeah. yeah, well, look. I mean, if you do a search on whatever the local Sunderland Gazette is, you might find some stories. But I don't know if there was a similar shortage down there. I think it, up there, I don't know. In London, I think a lot of people were like. I think it was a lot of sort of middle class people suddenly thought it was a right. great sort of. It was the new lifestyle thing. Like, I'm going well, to get a dog. Like wild swimming, isn't it? And that's it was that's the same crowd over now because you're just swimming around in shit. Yeah, it became like it was like the pizza oven crowd, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see? I've got a pizza. I've got a pizza did, oven. Did, I've been wild swimming. Now I'm gonna get a fucking dog. Yeah, the holy triumvirate. Did you see? There must be Aircast now. Must have some kind of um, voice recognition triggering software because there's been loads of adverts in this podcast for pizza ovens after we've been yeah, talking well, about them. if they have got that technology it's fucking not working properly because they say <laughs> we, they see we're mentioning pizza ovens but what we're telling these people is that they're for cunts yeah even though there's been a lot of kickback from that to you hasn't there from the listeners yeah yeah it almost became like pharmacy gate mm. people having a right pop at me it's weird well i like pizzas Mm. I, yeah, like, I, like I don't see what the big joke is I like pizza's nice and so do my friends and when they come round I make them a pizza and everyone's happy so excuse me <laughs> fucking pizza wankers we all have things we like and dislike 
Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Fucking touched the nerve, didn't I? Because deep Christ. down you know you're a fucking pizza wanker. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, Mate, yeah, there's been people... I've, I've, I've also seen something on the Facebook group about this Pinocchio and people were like really like uh, getting a little bit like we talked recently about Newsnight Review where they had all those poncy critics sitting around mm. talking about the latest thing at the National Theatre, didn't they? Mm. And like that's what it gets like sometimes on our Facebook group. They're like, yeah, yeah, uh, as far as the deep dives go, I mean, the Keenan Keegan stuff was literally seminal. Mm. Well... It was basically two fucking imbecilic middle-aged men, mm. desperate middle-aged men, swearing in a bad Irish accent. That's what it fucking was, right? I mean, I I don't want this to be taken the wrong way or misinterpreted, but I literally couldn't give a flying fuck about the Facebook group. But let me tell you this, right? They're going, but uh, some of the others not so good. I mean, I I really felt that they uh. They should have given up sooner on whatever it fucking was. Right. And this Pinocchio thing they're doing, I mean, to be honest, I can tell Andy's just indulging Sam. Uh, they'll drop it as soon as they can. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not d- going anywhere. I feel that it's just that, that all of their output mm. is um, not quite as sharp as it was back in the Keenan Keegan mm. days. Yeah, yeah, well, you- fucking go and listen to no such yeah. thing as a fish then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go and listen to my old listen ones. Listen to those cunts. Yeah. Apparently, they're quite consistently fucking twee and boring. Yeah. We never promised any... There is no quality control guarantee whatsoever on this fucking podcast. None this at all. This podcast is about me and you talking to each other, and that's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. It's about us trying to amuse each other if we can and entertain it's, each it's, other. It, you know, a lot of it's about my sanity, you know. Yeah, I check in with you. you. Yeah, you yeah. sort of keep me on a. You give, you give me an outlet. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of it's like I'll, a service by you to my wife in a sense. Yeah, Pinocchio. I I don't know. Has it got the legs? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, good, all right. Good look to I'll your... fucking level with you, cunt. Listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> Andy. This is supposed to be about Pinocchio. I don't know how long I've been recording. Andy hasn't even fucking watched the Pinocchio again since the last episode, right? And we make no apologies for that. Yeah, I've been too busy writing the live show and putting that together. Yeah. If you come to the live show, then you will see, you will reap the benefits of the fact that Andy has not been watching Pinocchio because you will see the quality. The last show was great, the live tour we did. Everyone who went said it was probably the best show they'd ever seen. A lot of people compared it to Prince when he did that sort of residency at the O2. Yeah. And I remember at that residency at the O2, he came out from the centre of the stage, didn't he? He did, in a box. Yeah, he just emerged, came up from under the stage. Yeah. And got into it. Which is something that on our next tour we should be looking into. No, I don't think there's going to be a next tour. I don't think there is. I don't think we have any listeners left. We're just going to continually alienate them with the stuff we do. Oh, yeah, we're in a race to see how quickly we can shed we'll listeners. To get one perfect listener, yeah, and then we'll just knock it on the head. We'll Who do it personally. It? Will it be you? I tell you what, if it ends up being you, you're going to get a fucking special badge. I'll tell it's you what. It's going to be the best badge you've ever seen. I'll tell you what, if you're on the Facebook group, it's not going to be you. Um, no, some of them are all right. Hey, listen, we should do, I've probably suggested this before, but we should do a, a new item called Andy Was Right, Sam Was Wrong right because it's it's a recurring thing 
like recently a celebrity who remains nameless mm-hmm. um cunted me off personally in a way that I found quite hurtful and oh, the distressing. text message thing, yeah. Oh, the text yeah. message. And at the time, you gave me that look. It was a shrug and a sort of a look that says, what did I fucking tell you? Because <laughs> I've been going, I've been banging the drum for this cunt for a while and you've consistently said for three years, Sam, be careful, this blog is a cunt. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, don't be like that, I think he's all right. And you're like, no, he's a cunt. I'm not interested in what you're saying about him because he's a cunt. <laughs> And then he cunted me off. And yeah. now he is definitely on, in my cunt book. And you were like, I was right, you were wrong. Now, here's another one. Okay. How long have I been going on about badges? Fucking ages. And you were yeah. like, I'm telling you, don't yeah. fucking get involved in the badge business. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Everyone knows yeah. it's a nightmare. I eventually got us involved in the badge business. Fucking hell, these badges are a nightmare. I mean, it's all done now, thank God. Mm. and obviously you did a huge amount of the donkey work but you it's another thing you andy was right sam was wrong and i think there's definitely <laughs> legs in that as a regular feature fucking i tell you this doing badges does not fit in with the just rest ethos at all i'm if i never see a badge again in my life it'll be too soon <laughs> mate i'm out in the middle of nowhere in the country still with box loads i mean not anymore but when i first arrived there were so many badges to sort of um send yeah. that i i took the last box load out to the countryside with me which in some ways field. was good in out the in the countryside out in the countryside there's still um there's proper proper fucking post offices that you don't get in london anymore they shut them all down in london right. all you get is the old news agents that's got one bloke who works for one hour a day with a little oh, yeah. window yeah but in the countryside at least i drove i drove into the local town and I parked outside, but it fucking did their heading because I've walked in with a massive box and they're like, whoa, 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 what's this? And I said, <laughs> it's a load of badges. They want Postal sending everywhere. Unless, what? Uh, yeah, that's what they were like. And they looked at one box and they said, what's in that box? So they're the ones going internationally. And they were like, they were literally like, fucking hell, some of these are going to Australia. Some are going to fucking Canada. Who are you? Where did you come from? You're not local. We don't recognize you. And I'm like, I pay my fucking taxes. Um, this post office, the, the Royal Mail works. works for me as good yeah. as any other comp. Now get yeah. them sent. And literally, there was a, they had a lot of people working there. Mm. There was someone special came out from the back and gave Did me a special bag you? to put my yeah yeah fucking because I hell. they saw me trying to post these things one by one through a little fucking window and they're like, what are you doing? There's not enough room on the other side of that to accommodate all these envelopes. And I said, well, <laughs> what can I say? They want fucking sending. Someone's got the it it, it's like the, it's like the Dutch shit. It needs sorting. Yeah. <laughs> needs fucking sorting. No one said it was going to be easy, right? But you're you're uh. the fucking this postmistress came out in the end. I explained to her what was going on, and she gave me a look a bit like you, like fucking badges. Mm. I've seen if I've seen one, I've seen hundred cunts like you Podcasters. come to here, right, <laughs> with bags under their eyes, strung out and exhausted, right. Because they've fucking fallen into the fucking badge business thinking it'd be easy. And it's fucking not. It's the hardest fucking fucking game in the world. And you're just the latest cunt to come in here with 100 fucking badges that need sending all over the world. Fucking nightmare. And you know what the worst of it is? We're getting the second wave now. Because the cunts that have got their badges are tweeting about them and putting pictures on. Other cunts are seeing it and going, oh, I forgot to give them me address for me free badge. There's a finite number of badges, cunts, and we're nearly out. 
So, you know. No, no, no. You you can only get a badge if you've been sent a message saying, give us your address. Hmm. You've been carefully selected because you, you um, signed up in September. You're Imperial Turbo, which means that you subscribed within the first month of the Turbo yeah. offering, which is long gone now. So don't fucking try it on. We know who who's owed a badge and who isn't. But the ones that didn't bother applying in the first place are now starting to reply because they've seen the badges. Oh so we've got God, a second mate. wave. They, them cunts are going to have to wait till the tour's finished. They're not getting any fucking oh. badges till end of November. Sorry. All current badges in the first wave are now out. <laughs> they're either with you or they're on their way. Or if you're one of these mental cunts who asks when you live in fucking New Zealand, you'll probably have to wait a fucking year. I don't know. I, let me tell you, I sent them the cheapest possible way as well. Yeah, for the ship to fucking What's sail. What's the cheapest way I can get this cunt to New Zealand? Well, there's a consignment of Dutch shit going over there in March. <laughs> we can put it in with that and it'll we'll cost stick it with that. Fine, I don't care. The badges are wiped clean anyway. <sighs> yeah, mm. so Andy was right, Sam was wrong. Yeah, we'll make a little jingle for that. Mm, we might have to. We'll probably have at least one thing every week, to be fair. I don't take any pleasure from it whatsoever. I've got to tell you that, I really don't. I know. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we, last week we... we uh, Jiminy Cricket opened a massive book which had Pinocchio written on the front or Pinocchio and he was about to tell the story and we'll continue that next week we'll see what's in his book we haven't got time to get stuck into that as I've said this we'll be on tour next week hopefully you'll have time length. in one of the travel lodges to have a little watch of Pinocchio one evening fuck knows where we're going to get it done because my god what a week 10 days we've got ahead of us <sighs> right that's it from this one thanks for listening hope you enjoyed your badges if you're IFS Turbo Uh, goodbye bye For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.